Hello, everybody. Welcome back to episode number 10 of Dangles and Dangers. I remembered the episode number this time. Uh, I'm Josh. And I'm Trev. And we're here to talk some hockey and baseball. A lot of big stuff happening the last week uh, since we've been gone. We're going to, I would say, after this one, Trev, we can probably start getting back on a regular schedule of recording Sundays, releasing Tuesdays. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, Trev, how's your week, man? Uh, no, it hasn't been really busy. Um, just been kind of doing school and yeah, that's pretty much it. Online school's a bummer though. Yeah, that's kind of where I've been at too. I mean, like, I'm just, uh, it's honestly become like a routine now. Like before it was weird and it was, but now it seems like it's, it's a routine and it'll be, uh, it just seems normal now. Yeah. At least. Yeah. Yeah, I uh I have like basically five days off now though, so my quad wow, master is yeah. over. Well, tomorrow we're supposed to have school, but our teacher is it's called it's a catch up day. So mm-hmm. so basically I don't have to do anything at all because I've done all my work, so Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, Trevor doesn't get that's that's what's nice about high school, you get random days off. For like no reason. <laughs> well, yeah. So I we we just got well. I just got recently signed up for your high school next year. Yeah. Like the papers are right behind me. Yeah. Sweet. All right. So we're gonna dive right into our NHL update. Um, we're gonna. So, I mean, Trevor's probably uh pretty pumped right now. His uh, Toronto Maple Leafs are currently first in the National Hockey League. Um. With the best. Yeah, so the top <laughs> the top four in the North Division are Toronto, Montreal, Winnipeg, and Edmonton. Top four in the West are Vegas, St. Louis, Colorado, Los Angeles. Top four in the East are Washington, Boston, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh. And the top four in the Central are Columbus, Dallas, Florida, Tampa. So, um, yeah, I mean... When it comes to Central Division, there's been a lot of games that have been postponed. It feels like all the games getting postponed are all in that division. Like yeah. Carolina and Dallas have both had a lot of games postponed. And I feel like Tampa just happens to play all the teams that their games are getting postponed. They played four games this year. And I think Toronto's played like eight now or something like that. Mm-hmm. So we're... Uh, we're going to have a pretty heavy schedule at the back end of the season. Anyways, uh, scoring leaders and points. You got uh, tied at 12. Uh, tie, tied in first with 12 points is Mitch Marner and Connor McDavid. Wow. Uh, tied for third with 11 points is Nikolai Ehlers, Leon Dreisaitl, or Mark Stone. Tied for sixth with 10 points. Bo Horvat, Mark Shifley, Arjay Kopitar. Um, I mean, it's pretty uh, Cana- pretty Canadian team heavy at the top, I would say, with Shifley, Horvat, Dreisaitl, Ehlers, McDavid, and Marner all being in the North Division. So, uh, yeah. Uh, for goals, your top five is uh, Miko Rantanen uh, and Max Pacioretty are both tied for first at six. Uh Mitch Marner, Connor McDavid, Nikolai Ehlers, 
Bo Horvat, Tyler Toffoli, Travis Konecki, and James Van are all tied for third at five goals. Um, and then when it comes to goaltenders, uh, when we do goals against average and save percentage, I'm just going to count starting goalies because when I count backup goalies, it starts to screw all the stats up because all the backup goalies usually seem to be have good numbers because they don't play a lot. Um, so when it comes to goals against average, uh, first is Anton Kudobin, then Semyon Varlamov, John Gibson, Mackenzie Blackwood, and Tukarask. Uh Save percentage, you got Semyon Varlamov, Anton Kudobin, Kenzie Blackwood, John Gibson, and Jonas Korpisalo. And uh, when it comes to shutouts, you got John Gibson and Semyon Varlamov are tied for first with, with two each. So, uh, that's the update. I mean, I feel like we should spice that up a little bit sometimes. Uh, it's kind of boring, if I'm going to be honest. Uh, just... Just reading out names <laughs> isn't really much too exciting. Anyways. What, do we add, like, the Tim and Sid thing where you do, like, sound effects after each person? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, uh, we get a speaker beside us and then just press, like, a sound button or whatever? Maybe just maybe we can just talk about who's in first or tied for first or top three or something. Mm-hmm. All right. Anyways. Uh, okay, so I got a few topics here about just some teams going, like, Around just like based on their play and stuff. Like Trevor, you got anything on some team? Like any team in specific you want to talk about? No, um, not really. Uh, <laughs> do you have any uh, specific teams? Oh, yeah, I was just gonna ask. You. Well, I don't know if there's any specific team, but uh, well, two, I guess. There's a team and a player, so I'll start with the team. Okay, Vancouver. Vancouver has not been very good. Uh, and I guess this isn't the player that's going to talk about, but Elias Pedersen, I think he only has two points in like six or seven games. So, um, I mean, they're off to a pretty slow start. And because of shortened season, they're going to have to, uh, they're going to start winning some games quickly or else their, uh, their playoff hopes are going to be done, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and another player I want to talk about is uh, Alexi Lafreniere, not having a single point in, I believe, six NHL games. Yeah, I was going to say, I haven't even heard of him in the like on anything the, right now. No. Yeah, so Lafreniere has zero points. The most notable thing, um, the most notable stat about his career at the moment um Hold on, let me just pull it up quick. Um, his most notable stat in his NHL career is that he's a minus three. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, like, he's getting a lot of time. Like, so from what I'm seeing here, he plays 15 and a half minutes per game, and 14 of those minutes are on the power play. So it actually doesn't seem like he's playing a lot of five on five time at all. Mm hmm. Like, only a minute 30 of five-on-five time. So, I mean, I don't know. It's still early. Like, he's only played six games in the league. I don't think you can really get, like... You see a ton of people saying that laughing years a bust and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it's too early. Trevor, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, like, I mean, he's a new kid. 
but like mm-hmm. the thing with Lafreniere is that he's he has high expectations because he's voted first overall. Yeah. In the first round, so like it's kind of tough that he's having a bad season, but like I guess they didn't really have many training camps since so COVID. Yeah, for sure. So, well, I mean, hopefully, well, he get does better during the season, or else I don't think he's gonna live up to his like first overall pick name. Yeah, for sure. And like you have to look at like last year, you look at Jack Hughes, who had uh, historically one of the worst, one of the worst uh, first overall, one of the first rookie, <laughs> one of the worst first. I, I screwed up again. It's all right. Uh, <laughs> I need to go back to school, obviously. I haven't done English in a while, so we're, we're going to work on that soon enough. Um, one of the worst rookie seasons by a first overall pick. There we go. I did it. I said it right. Yeah. Uh, Jack Hughes. That was Jack Hughes last year. And now you look at him. He's over a point per game so far this season. So, um, really, I think it's early. Um I mean, like, obviously, I I thought he would be better. I honestly thought he was – think he's – at the beginning of the season, I thought he was going to win rookie of the year. But you also have to take a look at the fact that, like, he hasn't played since March, right? Mm-hmm. And the games he was playing in March were games in the Quebec Junior League. So, um, I mean, it, <laughs> there's a very huge difference between the NHL and the QMJHL. So, um, I think he'll uh, – I don't know if he's going to have the greatest season this year, but uh, next year for sure, I think he'll uh, be better. Uh, do you want to just move into the big NHL topics now? or Yeah, well, let's do baseball after because baseball's got a lot of stuff. Yeah, especially from one team. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so, certainly in the NHL, uh, there's uh, Washington Capitals are fined $100,000 by the NHL for um, going against COVID protocols. Um, the uh, the four players that were involved were um, Alex Ovechkin, Dmitry Orlov, Evgeny Kuznetsov, and uh, Ilya Samsonov. Uh, they were all hanging out in a hotel room together, and um, they were not wearing masks, obviously. I, I wouldn't either if I was hanging out in a hotel room. But uh, yeah, and so, but Ilya Samsonov had COVID, so uh, they they've all they're all out for four games. Um, now this was back at the beginning of the week, so they may have. I think they've already missed three now, so they might be coming back soon. Um, but Trevor, like, what are your thoughts on that? That's just like something that's like at this is like the same thing at school. Wear your friggin' mask. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you're you're in a bubble together, but yeah. like you never know. Like, uh, well, the new, like I guess I'm gonna call it the new mutant of COVID. That's yeah, sure. definitely not the right word, but um, no, I like it's going yeah. around. It can yeah. spread so fast, like even through the air. Like that's what scientists are finding now. <laughs> yeah. Wear your friggin' mask. Like we have, well, kids have to wear it all day. And we're in a bubble in our class. You might as well wear it, too. Yeah, for sure. And, like, the thing is, is, like, the NHL protocols say that you can't go into other players' hotel rooms. And it's because they're on NHL time, right? 
if they're in Washington and they're hanging out at someone's house, they could care less. Yeah. But, like, because you're on the road in, like, rooms the NHL is paying for, then, or capitals are paying for, you can't be doing that. Yeah. Um. Anyways, so I'll move. Uh, I don't think Trevor, do you really have any any more anything else to say about that or no? No, it's just kind of irresponsible. Yeah. Yeah, I got nothing. I'd also like to say I think that um, I don't think the four game suspension did it, but I don't think Ovechkin's going to uh, break Gretzky's goal record at this point. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, like I I I still thought that he would be able to do it. Um, before COVID all happened, that's a thing me and my dad did disagreed on. My dad doesn't isn't really the biggest Ovechkin fan, so he didn't think it was going to happen at all. Uh, but I I thought it could. But now with like Alex Ovechkin throughout the entire entirety of his career, um, between COVID and lockouts, he's missed two full seasons. So. I mean that that really hurts his uh, his chances at breaking that record, and he's a free agent at the end of the year, and there's no guarantees he's going to stay in the NHL. So, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Anyways, we'll move on. Um, NBCSN, so the sports channels for NBC, not including like football, uh, are going to be shut down. Uh, so. NBC, uh, the the channels that carry the NHL and uh, NASCAR are being shut down at the end of 2021. So, um, so I wouldn't think that NBC will try to, because uh, Trevor, I, I don't know if you know, but at the end of the season, um, the TV rights in the for the NHL in the U.S. are um, are up. Uh, mm-hmm. NBC holds them right now, obviously, but. So it sounds like there'll be a lot of. Um, it sounds like they're getting a lot of interest um, on their, uh, on the rights there. Um, it sounds like they're getting a lot of interest from ESPN, and Hulu and, uh, DAZN or there was another one too I think. But, um, I mean, I don't I don't think NBC will uh, bring the rights back. Uh, obviously, if they're shutting down their sports networks, mm-hmm. so um, I mean, I think it's it might be for the better. Like, I'm not really too sure like what's happening, but if the NHL can make more money, that really is all that matters, right? Yeah. Yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure you don't have anything to talk about here. <laughs> no, but NBC, I bet it's well, it's like one of the biggest sports broadcasts out of all of them. Yeah. ESPN is probably the biggest yeah. in the, the U.S. Oh, for sure. But yeah. like, there's a couple places like near Florida that actually, um, like they have bars that are like sponsored by, like, that that broadcasting uh, yeah. thing. Yeah. And then I bet you those are gonna be kind of like just, I mean, they won't be gone, but like. Yeah, but they'll be renamed for sure, though. Yeah. And, but you look at ESPN though, from where they're at. Uh, ESPN is owned by Disney, so I'm sure they have a ton of money they can bid on um, the NHL's rights. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not sure if the American rights will be cost more than 
the uh, Canadian, but the Canadian was like outrageous. I was listening mm-hmm. to Steve Dangle podcast, and he said that Sportsnet paid the same amount for the NHL rights that Disney did for Lucasfilm. What? <laughs> like that's insane. I think it was four billion dollars. That is insane. Just to watch hockey for them to carry the NHL games. But I I don't know if that is true. Like I haven't fact checked that. But he does work for Sportsnet, so I would think that it's right. But that's insane. That 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 what? <laughs> like, um, how do you pay the same for the NHL rights as they do for Star Wars? I mean, I don't know. Star. I mean, yeah, Star Wars is like the biggest franchise. Sportsnet should just bought Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> what Darth Vader's gonna be playing hockey or something? Yeah, exactly. They could do so much promotional stuff with that. Yeah. Yeah, that that would actually be. Uh, but anyways, uh, I, I'm pretty sure you probably don't have anything else to talk about though. There. That's just crazy expensive. I well, besides like the ESPN stuff, Sportsnet four billion dollars. That's like, a with lot. My allowance that's a lot that'd take me a couple of years. Jeez. Yeah, that was like I don't remember how long ago that was. It couldn't have been that long ago because I remember TSN used to have it. And it wasn't yeah. that long ago. It had to have been like only seven or eight years ago, which actually said that sounds like a lot. Yes. Yeah. Like, uh, I'm going to dive into it in our next topic with the huge blockbuster trade we had go down this past weekend. Um, Pierre Luc Dubois and a 2022 third round pick are traded to Winnipeg in exchange for Patrick Wine and Jack Roslovic. So a huge trade, probably the biggest trade in the NHL in a long time. Um, I mean, Jack Roslovic, uh, obviously probably not, definitely not the biggest part of this deal, but I was just going to go into what I was saying. He was drafted in the first round 2015 and that was six years ago. That feels like that's crazy. Yeah. 2015 was six years ago. Anyways, focus on the main parts. Um, obviously, Pierre-Luc Dubois, we talked about him in the ep- uh, last episode, that he wanted out of Columbus and um, that he wasn't happy. And Trevor, I don't know if you watched the video of Pierre-Luc Dubois' last shift as a Columbus Blue Jacket before he got benched. Uh, no, I did not. But, like, man, I literally have seen... Like, like Stephanie probably would have outworked him on that shift. <laughs> oh God! Like Stephanie, and, uh, Stephanie and John John literally would look better on that shift than that than wow. he did. Like he was just coasting around. Like he almost ran into his own defenseman. And then Are you playing Fortnite again? The nail? No, that's not my name. <laughs> I, I know. Just... <laughs> uh, and What's then, the Canadian jocks uh, yeah. thing for this now? Um, but, yeah, and then he went into the corner to go, like, there was going to be a puck battle in the corner. And, like, he just stopped and stood up. Like, he didn't even try to go, go for the puck. Mm-hmm. So he got benched um, after that shift, and that ended up being his last shift as a Columbus Blue Jacket. So They pulled the Blue Jays as soon as he doesn't – as soon as they don't play well, he, he's getting benched and then <laughs> traded. <laughs> Well, to be fair, he wasn't he wasn't putting in any effort though. Oh, okay. He wasn't trying. Like like I was honestly like looking at that like I would literally be a better player than him right now. 
<laughs> and like just for everyone out there, I'm literally like I'm like a second line winger on in house league. So I mean, like... yeah, we're we are B, but that's still not very high. No, are we B? I thought we were C. We're C. Well, oh well, we were well, we were B because it, well, you guys won the championship. We're B. What? Well, I'm well, Pee Wee was B. What? Well, because you guys won the championship that year. Well, and so uh, our team got bumped up to B. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, because uh, is it because of the rep team winning OMHAs or something like that? Oh. Yeah, so we got bumped up to B. Yeah, something like that. It was some, uh, some, someone won a tournament. Okay. And then we got bumped up to B. Yeah. Oh, all right. Well, anyways. So, and then Patrick Line going the other way. Patrick Line and Jack Rossvick going to Columbus. Um, I mean, Patrick Line and Jack Ross, Patrick Line is an elite goal scorer. Like, he can definitely score 50 goals in a season. Um, as Trevor said, he may have a Fortnite issue, but I think we're past that now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that, that was in like what, 2018? It was 20, yeah, 2018, I think. Yeah. Um, but Jack Roslovic and Patrick Line both had requested trades. Um, Jack Roslovic's was more vocal as he just decided not to show up to camp at all. Oh. <laughs> um, so, but I mean, for the most part, Patrick Line, he, he played, um, well, I mean, I think he's going to go down as one of the only players that I don't, I didn't see anyone else talking about this, but I remember watching the Jets play the Flames on, uh, it was on opening night. And that was his last game as a Jet. Uh, and he had two goals, and the second one being the overtime winner. That that seems so crazy to me. I don't think I've ever seen like someone get traded after their la- and their last goal with that team was an overtime winner. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think, in my opinion, I think Columbus wins this trade. Like Pierre Luc Dubois is going to be a great player. Like. They're both drafted in the same draft, Line A second, Dubois third in 2016. Um, I think Dubois is going to be like a very an elite center. Um, and I think Patrick Line is elite goal scorer. I think he'll be better than Dubois. So I think personally think Columbus wins this trade. But uh, Trevor, what do you think? What are your thoughts on this trade? Uh, yeah, Columbus definitely won the trade. Um <sighs> That just sucks. Like, I don't – putting in no – like, was that his first shift on the ice? No, it was his fifth shift, but all the other ones – Oh, okay. The other ones weren't much better. I mean, they were better, but not by a whole heck of a lot. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. So, you think Columbus wins this trade? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess the wild card could be, though, like, that third round pick, you won't know until it. I would say at least, um, you won't know till at least like three years after that pick. Yeah, because like that pick could turn out to be an NHL All Star, or it could be someone who never plays a game in the NHL. You never know, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. But is there anything else you really have to talk about that one or no? No, I got I got nothing there. All right. Um. So uh, we just like take a moment here to uh, honor a Leafs legend. 
uh, George Arm. Yes. George Armstrong passed away at the age of ninety. Um, he won a lot of Stanley Cups. I'm looking. I'm. <laughs> I'm just about to look at it now. Here, uh, how many cups do you win here? Uh, oh goodness, can I not? Where? Why does it not say? Hold on. I think he won five. Wow! Four, four Stanley Cups. Man, man, his his uh, his hand would have been loaded with rings. Jeez. Yeah, he won four Stanley Cups with the Toronto Maple Leafs. Um. Yeah, he played one thousand one hundred eighty-seven games in the NHL, um, and for a total of seven hundred thirteen points, um. He was inducted into the Hockey Hall of Fame. Uh, he's a seven-time All-Star. Yep, seven-time All-Star. Um, I mean, just an incredible player. Um, yeah. And, I mean, it, it, it sucks to um, see him go uh, for in the past. Um, yeah, I mean... Obviously, truly loved by all Leafs fans. I mean, not a whole lot of them now would have seen him play, but I'm sure a lot of the older ones would have. And um, mm-hmm. they're uh, like our uh, me and Trevor's great grandfather is um, fortunately still alive, and he's uh, he's been a hockey fan for a bit now. He's uh, so I'm sure he watched him play. Um, he was the captain of the Maple Leafs for 11 seasons, I believe. So, I mean, um, just a great player, and it sucks to see him go. Uh, yeah, so well, our, our great-grandfather, um, he, he kind of kept our, our family team, which is the Leafs, I would say. Yeah. But um, Matthew needs to change his team. And well, I think we might talk about this at the end of the episode because we kind of talk nonsense. Yeah. But uh, of why he chose his team. <laughs> but uh, let's, keep, let's keep on going. I honestly don't even know what story you're about to talk about. So I am interested oh, to see. I know it. the exact story. I, I guess I haven't heard this one yet. But I also like to mention that I didn't even know this. George Armstrong was the head coach the Toronto Mar- Marlboros, who I believe was the Leafs AHL team for five years. And then he was a scout for the Quebec Nordiques for nine years. And then was the assistant general manager for the Leafs for 13 years. And then was a scout from 2000 to 2015 for the Leafs. Wow. So obviously like he's just, he was within the organization for a long time, and yeah. Um, also, has his number retired, number ten. Uh, you probably saw the Leafs; they wore his number in warmups, I believe, last night. I think. Yep. So, I mean, uh, a great player. And, also, uh, my sister was mad because well, she couldn't watch the game. Yeah. But when my, my dad said the score, uh, she was like, she was a sorry happy. face. She was yeah. happy. Eh? No. Yeah, Being a Calgary fan. Stephanie's uh, Stephanie's a Calgary fan. Her favorite player is Johnny Goudreau. Uh, she's a she's a big Calgary fan. I don't even know how that happened. She just all of a sudden just um, like, hey. Well, we said it last. Uh, 
last well if anyone even listened to our nonsense talk uh we said it last so there's like a there's someone from norfolk county oh our our, our power so, so yeah can i tell you something though he doesn't even play for them anymore i know yeah he plays for pittsburgh yeah he? yeah and he scored the first goal of the season so he did yeah yeah so at one point he was the nhl leading goal scorer <laughs> for like an hour or so yeah right? for like an hour or two and then and then there was another guy. So, you you can keep that medal, but uh, it'd probably be a participation medal by the end of the year. That's all right. That's all right. You still get a goal in the NHL would be sick for sure. Exactly. Obvi- I mean, obviously, your he gets has more to... than one, but yeah, your cousin gets to feel that feeling, so that's good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So uh, there's been uh, two different scenarios. Two. Uh, there's been more than two different scenarios, but the two most. Um, talked about uh, scenarios for the upcoming draft they've had here. Obviously, I feel like this draft will have the most steals, like, of all time because, like, it'll be, like, the most busts and most steals ever because, like, no one will know, like, how good the players really are because, like, they're all just playing, like, in random leagues and, like, they aren't – it isn't a regular year. Some of them aren't even playing. Yeah. So, two things they've talked about is, one, in the spring, the NHL would put on a prospect tournament in Montreal um, where basically they would just, like, create teams of, like, prospects and they would, like, basically just showcase themselves to the NHL scouts. Wasn't that, like, the red versus white teams? Yeah, but, so the red versus white. Oh, that's, all, that's only CHL, though. Yeah, that's the CHL, like, yeah. top prospect game. But this would be, like, all the prospects, like, across the um, globe. globe. Yep. Um, and then another scenario they had would be having two drafts in the summer of 2022. Which, I do not like this idea. I'm going to come out and be honest. I don't like... That's... Hmm. I don't know. I I I don't know. I don't like it. I mean, it that that those are players that lose out on an entire year of their career. Mm-hmm. Like obviously, not a ton of players play this like um, the first year, but it's a good two or three, four or five, even. So, I mean. Um, you get to really miss like... your, your your first year in the NHL because there's gonna be yeah. two drafts next year. Yeah. So I, and that doesn't even make sense. Like, um, like no one's gonna get to pick, like whoever finishes last and wins the draft lottery, like they're not gonna get to, uh, they're not gonna have another like their first overall pick inserted into their lineup, right? They have to wait a whole another year. Yeah. So. Um, and like that would be weird having like two first two first overall picks, let alone two drafts, like within the same week. But I I don't know. I I don't like it personally, Trevor. I I don't know what you think about it, but two drafts in the same year that just makes so the NHL went from busy because of COVID to now busier. Yeah, like two drafts in a year. I think that's a little crazy. Yeah. Like it's, I mean it's it's gonna be tough skipping a draft, mm-hmm. but then it, maybe like make the draft like a like maybe like another twenty five rounds longer. So that's what I think. Like I think personally, like 
I think it's worse. Skip like I'm more against like I don't want them to just skip a skip a year like not have a yeah. draft at all. And you need to have a draft. That's yeah, that doesn't make sense to me at all. Yeah. So, I mean, I'd be fine with them. Yeah, I don't know. I, I like the prospect tournament idea better. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I, that would cost them more money in the long run. Yeah, but it, it is what it is. I mean, I don't, I don't like having the two drafts in the same year. Um, I just don't think it'll work. It, it, I don't, I don't like the idea, but I don't think it works well. Um, anyways, move on. The former general manager of the Arizona Coyotes, John Chayka, has been suspended for the entirety of the 2021 calendar year. Um, uh, uh, John Chayka left the team right before the bubble started. Um, just, it, it's... He just, like, up and left. Like, there wasn't really too much yeah. explanation. He just all of a sudden decided, all right, I'm done. I quit. <laughs> like, um, but um, it sounds like there may have been some, like, him and management didn't really get – him and, like, ownership didn't really get along. Um, mm-hmm. That sounds like that might be a part of it. Um, he also was general manager while Arizona was – illegally testing uh, draft prospects. So they end up losing their second round pick in 2020 and their first round pick in uh, 2021. And then kind of just left. He's like, all right, see ya. <laughs> I'm out of here. Yeah. So, um, and that was because they didn't get their first in 2020 taken away because he traded it for Taylor Hall. And then Taylor Hall left. <laughs> so... Yeah. Yeah. It just wasn't really a good run there. Um and so they suspended him not even for the test illegally testing prospects. It's because uh he kinda just tried to void his contract like illegally or something. So mm-hmm. they suspended him for the remainder of the uh twenty the remainder of twenty twenty one. So um, there's talks about him possibly going to the Devils, uh, but that obviously will not happen until at least 2022. So, uh, Trevor, I don't know if you really have any thoughts on this, but no, like uh, they're pulling a, a Russia, they're doing their cheat, they're cheating, <laughs> but like, um, it's whatever, I guess. Like, yeah. it's what you get for cheating. Yeah, and then cheaters, they, yeah. yeah. And then the fourth round in 2020, their first pick of the draft, they go and draft someone who was, like, who was bullying an African-American disabled kid, so. Yeah. Yeah. Way to go, Arizona. You're just, you're just doing wonderful right now. First, your team sucks for the first, like, 10 years. Now you're doing this? Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't know. I don't, I don't really want to see them move, but, like. I don't know how much longer. Uh, I mean, they're doing pretty well. Nah, I mean, they're going to be top five in attendance because there's only like five teams that are allowing people in this arena. So that's, so that's also the thing I want to talk about. Yeah. So I didn't, I didn't know about this happening in the, um, in uh, the, the NFL league, like with fans allowed in the stands. Yeah. 
I didn't I didn't know about that. Like that's crazy. Like yeah, why? it all depends on the state though, right? So like uh obviously like it would here, right? Like it, it would depend on the province. Yeah. Like it depends on the state. So like the teams in the NHL allowing fans are like Dallas and Florida and Arizona. Um I think Nashville is and St. Louis is. So it all depends on the state. Um I think Tampa's gonna start doing it too, so um yeah, the Super Bowl is going to have, like, 21,000 people at it or something like that, so. That's a thing, too. Like, what if your team is, is supposed to be hosting and then you're having fans in the stands, but you're – all of a sudden, your town becomes, a, a, a like, a, a hotspot. Well, <laughs> the Super Bowl's, that's, the Super that's Bowl's, the the Super Bowl's in Tampa, and so – Oh, okay. Well, so Florida's pretty it's low, our, so, yeah. No, I don't think they are, though, that low, though. I think oh. they're, I think they're high. <laughs> Oh, okay. Well, but they don't. But they don't really crap. care. They don't really care. They're like, oh, well, we'll all just get COVID. It's all good. It's it's the USA. What do you expect? And Florida is like the worst out of like yeah for COVID cases. I know they're the ones that care the least about it. So, um, yeah, maybe we'll have to do our Super Bowl predictions at some point. Just because it's, uh, uh, it's a big yeah. game. I swear, if Kansas City wins again, I... bro. But they're playing the Buccaneers with Tom Brady. Oh, okay. So, I, I, like, <laughs> good luck. Like me and Trevor were both Ontario kids, so we obviously wanted the Bills to win against the yeah. Chiefs. Um, I also wanted the Packers to beat the Buccaneers, and neither of those things happened. So, I'm I'm disappointed, but and I didn't. I don't really want to cheer for the Chiefs, but it's going to have to be done if uh, they're playing Tom Brady. So, I usually like if 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 I'm not. Uh, if, if none of my like a, a team that I like yeah. is in the the finals, then mm. I just cheer for the worst that team that did worse. Yeah, in this season, so, so that's I'm definitely going for like. Well, I have to check, but I don't know. I, I just can't cheer for Kansas City. The only reason is is because they won the cup last year, and my team got karma. So who's your team? That was San Francisco. Team San Francisco, why? They were they were winning, and then wait, is who's your favorite football team? I'm getting confused. Well, so I was I was just I was cheering for San Francisco. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I thought you. Who is your favorite football team though, just in general? Oh, uh, probably the uh, Buffalo, well, the Bills, and Bills. then probably Denver. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. My mine would be my favorite team, is Seattle, but my second favorite's the Bills because you know. Yeah. I like I like the Bills. Right, good good team. Uh, yeah, uh, the Chiefs. I I was cheering for the Chiefs last year. Not gonna lie. Um, I I didn't really. I don't know why. I was just cheering for the Chiefs. That's not the same with me. I don't know. It's why. different. It's different now though. Like back then, the Chiefs lost to Tom Brady the year before in the conference championship. So yeah, I mean, yeah. Anyways, we'll get back on that. Maybe uh, come back to it after. Um, also, before I forget, good on the NFL. They're letting in, I think, seven thousand healthcare workers for free into oh, the yeah, Super Bowl. I, I saw that. Yeah, that's so, that's very good on them. Yeah, yeah, that's good on the NFL. That's um, good stuff. Anyways, just a few, uh, just a couple more uh, topics here in the NHL. Um, Connor Ingram has voluntarily entered uh, player the player assistance program, which, if I'm not mistaken, is for Players going through um, like alcohol or drug abuse. So 
good on him for recognizing that it needs the help and I, I wish him all the best and hopefully he can come out um, happy and healthy. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the Vegas Golden Knights have uh, under an abundance of caution have quarantined their coaching staff so their general manager and the AHL coaching staff will be uh, controlling the bench for the next uh, few games. So uh, <laughs> we'll see how that goes. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, obviously, they all know hockey, right? I think they'll be fine. But it's just sort of interesting how that happens. Um, and then the last thing that happened today, uh, it happened, like, not, not too long ago, I think, like, four or five hours ago. Um, mm-hmm. Jim Rutherford, the general manager of the Pittsburgh Penguins, uh, resigned due to personal reasons. Um, he came out and said that there's no health issues. Like, he's obviously an older guy, right? So that was like one of the first things that was mentioned. But he said there's yeah. no health issues. So it might have been uh, just a thing with um, like him not getting along with the owners or something like that. Well, the owners Mario Lemieux. So I feel like you can't really knock it off Mario Lemieux, but. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, must have been something going on. I mean, it's, he's been criticized for not making very good trades. Uh, like, for example, he made a trade uh, in the summer and then trying to uh, get rid of, like, trying to make cap space. Um, and he made the trade and then realized after that he actually brought in more money. Yeah. <laughs> So he uh, kind of screwed on that him. one up. But, but yeah, Trevor, you really have any thoughts on the, that or no? No, not really. All right. So we will now move to the MLB. Uh, Trevor, do you want to talk about the rest of the MLB first or do you want to talk about the Blue Jays first? Let's leave the Blue Jays last because that's kind of like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah. we'll start with. Um, We'll start with the sad news first. Um, oh, no. Baseball world also lost a legend um, uh, this past week. The uh, Hank Aaron uh, passed away. Mm. Um, I mean, Hank Aaron's one of the greatest to ever do it. Uh, he's a Hall of Famer. Um, I think personally he is the rightful home run king. Um, I definitely don't believe that Barry Bonds and Gary Sheffield should still be ahead of him. Um, due, to yeah. their, due to their steroid use, we'll get into Barry Bonds later. Um, but, um, I mean, a phenomenal player like throughout his entire career. Um, he hit 755 home runs. Wow. Um he has the all-time record for RBIs at 2,297. Um, just incredible. 3,771 hits. I mean, uh, just great st- batting average of 305. Um, I mean, it, he's, he was just a phenomenal baseball player. And, um, obviously, one of the best players... Um, of all time. Um, I don't know, Trevor, like, what do you, uh, what's your look on uh, Hank Aaron's career? 
That's just tough. Yeah, like, as soon as I heard, like, the home run record was still Barry Bonds. That makes no sense because, oh. well, isn't that – well, it's against the rules to use. Yeah, like, that's what I don't drugs. understand. Yeah. But it's it's so sad because, yeah, he is – he's third, right? Pardon? Is, is he third in the home run? Yeah, he's third because yeah. Bonds is first and Sheffield is second, but they both use steroids. Darn. Not just sad. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So maybe we'll get into that now. Um, the uh, Baseball Writers Association. There's more to the name than that, but I don't remember what it is. So we're gonna keep going. Um, <laughs> they they had their. Uh, they obviously are the people that vote on. Um, who makes it in the Hall of Fame. And uh, I'll have more talk about that in a second, but I'm just going to get to what they voted on here. They voted nobody into the Hall of Fame this year. Uh, the first time since 2013 that there's no Hall of Famers. Um, hmm. So the top... Uh, the top three are Kurt Schillington. Kurt, Kurt Schillington. What am I talking about? Kurt Schilling. Sorry. Um he finished with 71%. Uh, you have to get 75% to get into the hall. So he's very close, but not close enough. Um, Barry Bonds at second was six uh, was 61.8. Uh, Roger mm-hmm. Clemens at third was 61.6. Uh, and then we were talking about Gary Sheffield. He finished in eighth with 40.6. Um, like, there's a lot of good baseball players here, but... <laughs> You look at this list, and there's a lot, like, MVP-caliber players here that, like, they should easily be in the Hall of Fame. Like, Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens, Gary Sheffield, Sammy Sosa, um, Andy Petty, uh, but Andy Pettit. Goodness, not Andy Petty. Andy Pettit. But they all use steroids. All of them. So... (sighs) I mean, I think it's personally, uh, I don't like it. I don't understand how you should be, how you can get into the Hall of Fame. Um, Like, they won't vote Barry Bonds the Hall of Fame, but they'll keep his, uh, they'll keep his, uh, his uh, home run record. Same with Gary Sheffield. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I personally don't, like, I realize you can't, like, just completely get rid of uh, the stats, like, all together. Mm-hmm. So, like, I get it from that standpoint, but I, I don't, yeah. I don't think they should get into the hall, personally. Yeah. Um, Trevor, like, what do, you, what do you think about that? Like, I just, like, no one in- inducting into the hall. I, I, I just think, like, that should be, you should at least well, yeah. if you nominate, you get in. Yeah. Um. That everyone should get an opportunity, as in like all these all these pros that could have made it mm-hmm. into the hall, yeah. like this year, yeah. and then they didn't decide to. Yeah, like add anyone. Like I guess that just sucks. They could do it like the NHL does it, where like the NHL. I like the Hockey Hall of Fame, how they do it. I mean, they don't always get the picks that I would... They don't always pick the players I would pick, like, this year. Um, 
there were two guys like Jerome Gillen, Marion Hosa, who they inducted, I think were great picks, but uh, Kevin Lowe and Doug Wilson, I didn't like those ones as much, but it's what it is. They induct four players every year, regardless. And instead of their voting voters being made up of like 200 baseball writers, it's made up of former players and executives like, yeah, um, on the panels on, on like the board. So I think that's personally the better way to do it. Um, Kurt Schilling said after uh, he didn't get inducted to the Hall of Fame that he wants to be taken off of the ballot for his 10th year. Um, mm. So um, he said that he doesn't think personally he's Hall of Fame worthy and he doesn't want to keep hearing what the writers have to say. Um, Trevor, if I'm sure you know that the afterwards, like once the 10 years is up, they um, they go into like there's like a veterans committee or something and they like vote in like two hall of famers that like um that are past their 10 years of like regular eligibility but like yeah so um he said that if that committee wants to vote him in because they're former players he would gladly uh take that honor so um i think he'll get in at some point but i mean i i personally just i don't get I really hope I don't think that Barry Bonds or Roger Clemens should be in. Like, if they do, like, I guess, like, I, I don't know. We'll never know how good they were without uh, their without steroids, right? So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but next year, you got Alex Rodriguez and David Ortiz joining the ballot. So, um, that's good. Yeah, I definitely think that Ortiz will get in. Personally, I mean. He had a positive steroid test very early in his career, but I don't think that'll affect him too much. Alex Rodriguez may affect him a bit. He was also steroids, so that's great. Like, all of these great players, like, all steroids. Yeah, like, they use these – well, they use steroids, and then they stop, and they become, like, these great players. Other than Barry Bonds, he used them for a while. Yeah, like, but it, yeah. Still, like, and I mean, um, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. It's crazy. Yeah, like it's crazy just how like baseball, I'd say more than any other sport, has had the hugest history of cheating. Um, yeah, like just as far as it goes back, and I mean, um, Alex Rodriguez, from the sounds of it, he only used steroids for three years of his career um, when he was playing with the Texas Rangers. So, I mean, that'll mm-hmm. probably help his case. Whereas guys like Bonds and uh, Clemens, they were using it more throughout their career, so um, yeah, that probably hurts them, obviously. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't know. Like, obviously, so the one thing that I think, like, so Trevor, uh, Pete Rose, you obviously know who Pete Rose is, right? Uh, yeah, he's one of the greatest baseball players of all time. And the only he was banned from like the MLB and like the Hall of Fame voting and stuff, uh, because he was a vote he was gambling on his baseball games, right? And that should be illegal, but he was gambling on his own team to win, like he was gambling on himself winning. So, uh, like I don't think that should really be that big of an offense, if I'm being honest. That's. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's gambling. That's also like us making a bet that the Blue Jays are gonna win against the, like, 
anyone. But, like, yeah, I guess it's more serious because he's actually playing in the game, but he's playing. Yeah. He's putting money on the fact that he'll win the game, which I think. That's just putting, that's, that's more putting more confidence in yeah, yourself. Yeah, that's putting like more that, pressure on yourself to win the game, right? Yeah, to play better. I just don't get why they didn't like that. I would I would understand if it's um uh the if he's vote if he's uh like the White Sox scandal where he uh where if he was uh gambling on the other team to win, he's throwing games intentionally, but he's gambling on himself to win, like I I don't understand that, but Yeah, it makes just make a bet. You don't need to gamble. Yeah, like, I don't, I don't know. The chair, that's the same thing, though, to be fair. It pretty much is. It's just with... Oh, wait, no, I mean, yeah, we're bets. Just, we're I just, just using, make we're a... just using different words, really. Yeah, <laughs> bets and gambling. You're, you're, you're using the better word, actually, if we're being honest. <laughs> uh, yeah, betting would be the better way to put it, but... Yeah. Um, anyways, we'll move on from that. Um, the New York Yankees trade Adam Ottavino... To the Boston Red Sox. Um, I think the most notable part about this trade is that uh, the Red Sox and the Yankees made a trade. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> I, that doesn't happen. <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah. That, um, that's, that's weird. Yeah, it is. Um, I mean, Adam Adovino, I mean, he's just been, honestly, I'm. I thought he was better, um, but I'm looking at stats now, and he really has not really been that good lately. Uh, yeah. Last year, um, he was two and three. Uh, he had an ERA of five point eight nine. Um, I mean, it's just not really that great. Um, I mean, I think he can be solid in the Red Sox um, bullpen. I don't know really. Uh, I'm not really sure how good the Red Sox are going to be next year, though. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I guess we'll have to. Uh, we'll have to see. Um, I'm going to be honest. It kind of surprised me on how bad they were last year, though. I thought they were going to be decent. Yeah, didn't they finish last in the division? Yeah, they finished last in the conference. I mean, conference. Blow the, the Blue Jays? Not the Blue Jays. Red Sox. Oh wow! Oh my. The Red God. Sox finished last in the AL, I think. Pretty sure last year. Um, That's kind of surprising, yeah. judging on how like big of a team they are usually. Yeah, like I didn't. Wow, that's I crazy. didn't think that they would. Um, I didn't think they would uh, make the playoffs by any means, but I also didn't believe that they. Uh, oh, they finished thirteenth in the American League, but still, they only finished ahead of the Tigers and the Rangers. Yeah, like I, I didn't think that they would be, they would make the playoffs, but I thought they'd be like middle of the pack, like ninth or tenth. But, I mean, they still have like good players too. Like they have uh, Xavier Bogart still on their team, um, Chris Sale, Andrew Benatendi, JD Martinez, Rafael Devers. I mean, they still have a good like solid players. I guess it's just not getting it done, right? Yeah. Um. But anyways, Trevor, I'm get, you don't really have any thoughts on this trade, I don't think. No, that's just surprising that they actually made a trade. That's like Yeah. Um But yeah, I got I got nothing on that. Just Alright. Um the Washington Nationals have signed uh Brad Hand. Um the Blue Jays were in on Brad Hand. Um 
They obviously didn't sign him because Washington did. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they signed him to a one-year deal worth $10.5 million. Um, I believe he's a closer, if I'm not mistaken. So, Brad Hand, um, a good pickup for the Nationals. Um, they're gearing back up to go for their second title in three years. So, um, I honestly think last year was just a fluke um, where they were uh, – when they missed the playoffs – I think it was a fluke, and they'll be right back up in the uh, top of the National League this year. So, yeah, uh, Trevor, do you have any thoughts on uh, that or the Nationals? No, I, I got nothing. But like, yeah, I, I remember like that being one of the well, the Jays. Like, <laughs> I guess uh, they didn't. They what? They weren't too nice to him. Yeah, they or, they weren't or nice, nice enough. enough. Yeah, I know. Yeah, they weren't nice enough to uh to pull him, but um, yeah. Uh, well, it sucks for the Blue Jays, but I think he's gonna do well with the. Yeah, and I mean, like, we'll Nationals. talk about it later. But the uh, the Blue Jays signed a closer of their own, so uh, they should be fine enough, I would say. Yeah. Um, but anyways, we'll move on. The uh, another another player the Blue Jays missed out on the Philadelphia Phillies re-signed um, JT Realmuto. I remember talking in a past episode where it said the Phillies weren't gonna. They didn't have enough money to re-sign him or something like that, so yeah. they weren't going to. But instead, they decided to make him the highest-paid catcher of all time. So, I mean, <laughs> uh, click 180 there, but all right. Um, I have no money, but I will make World Yeah, Champions. exactly. So, the uh, <laughs> the total for the contract is $115.5 million, which averages out at $22.3 million a year. Um, that's that's well, yeah. that's just over half of Trevor's weekly. So Trevor's still ahead of him, but um... kids mad, <laughs> kids mad. Yeah, but like obviously <laughs> JT Real Muto, he's the best catcher in the in the league. Um, I would say Alha- hold on a I would second. Say Alejandro like, what was... Kirk's a, a close second, but uh... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that guy's a legend. I hope he's like an all star. That would be insane. <laughs> um, but yeah, so JT Realmuto, he uh, deserves some money. Um, in the end, I don't think the Blue Jays really needed to spend a ton of money on Realmuto. I don't think it, like, not that it wouldn't have been worth it, but it. I think it's. I think they made the right moves that they did. Yeah. Although it seems they won't be getting Trevor Bauer, but we'll talk about that later. Um, and then yeah. the last non-Blue Jays talk we have here is uh the Minnesota oh the Minnesota Twins made two signings. First, uh they signed J A Happ to a one year deal worth eight point eight million dollars um a year. So um a good signing for them to add into their uh, the back end of their rotation. Um yep. we were kinda hoping Hap would come back to Toronto, but that's all right. Um uh, and then the twins also signed Angelton Simmons. Uh they signed him to a one year deal with ten point five million. So, Andrelton Simmons, he's a great defensive player. Uh, the offense isn't really there, but he is arguably the best defensive, uh, one of the best defensive players in the league. So, I mean, a good signing for the Twins. Yeah. Do you really have any thoughts on that or no? No. Um, yeah, just like you said, a great signing for the Twins. Yeah. But uh, I got, yeah, I got. Yeah, all right. We'll, uh, we'll just. Get into the good yeah, stuff so now, now, I guess. We're the Blue Jays. So if you're not a Blue Jays fan, you should still listen to all of this because um, 
They're the best team. They're going to win the World Series. Just letting you know right now. <laughs> just letting everyone know out there. Uh, they're going to win the World Series. Uh, we're just going to start with the boring thing first. Uh, the Blue Jays might end up playing at their uh, spring training uh, facility yep. this year. Uh, yeah, I heard about uh, that. That is not confirmed. That's just like a possible location for them to play. Uh, they probably won't play in Buffalo again this year because, um, like, the Bisons probably want to play there this year. So, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I guess that would make the most sense if that's your best spot. Like, like you already have, like, all your stuff set up there because, so. I was going to say, what other team plays in Dunedin? Uh, like, in that stadium? No, like, that's... they all have their own stadiums, I'm pretty sure, right? Are are there are there like more than one stadiums in Dunedin? Or? I'm not sure, but in the end, though, they're the only team that won't have a home. So, yeah, like they can do spring training there, and then just yeah. like just stay there. Yeah, like every other team will have a spot to play anyway. So, um, yeah. So then we're just gonna mo- go on from how uh, everything happened this past week. First, the Blue Jays signed uh, closer Kirby Yates, uh, a one year deal worth five point five million dollars. Um, Kirby Yates, former All-Star, so, I mean, it's a good pickup. I mean, we lost Ken Giles, I think, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, it's a good replacement, I think. Um, probably not as good as Ken Giles right now, but, um, still a pretty good, uh, pickup. Um, the, uh, so that's a big, and then, uh, we had a, there's a, there's a small signing that happened after that. Um. Toronto Blue Jays um, signed a man by the name of uh, George Springer. Uh, Six-year deal. $150 million. Let's go, buddy. All right. <laughs> so the funny thing is, though, four hours yeah. after we finished recording, we didn't post it, uh, George Springer uh, is with the Jays. Yeah, Jews. exactly. Right? So like, I, I think it was I woke up. I woke up to text messages from Charity Dad. And they're like, let's go Blue Jays. I'm like, oh, what did we do? Because I remember be right before I went to bed, there was a, I got a notification on my phone that the Blue Jays were close to signing him. So, uh, I mean, yeah. I was pretty pumped. I was jump, jumping up and down in my uh, bedroom uh, when I woke up. So I was, I was pretty pumped about it. I'm sure you were too, Trevor. I was more focused on the, the, the Tim and Sid uh, tweet there with the... I thought that was well. It's kind of it's just me, but I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, but man, holy crap! We've we've talked about like five different players oh, yeah. that like we the, definitely want to go to the Jays, runner, and we finally get one. They were all we, they were yeah. runner up, runner up on every other player, right? But yeah. we got one. In the end, that's all that matters. I like we got a player. That's all we need. I'm pumped. We're the we're the best team in the league now. We got one player. I mean, I'm pumped. We're the best. I'm pumped for baseball season now. Um. I mean, hold on a second. I, I just cut out there to second, didn't I? Uh, there's an, an alarm on my phone went off. Anyways. Uh, yeah, I heard that. Yeah, no, but uh, uh, it, it's the big fish that we wanted to pull. I mean, I think it makes more sense than getting Lindor, um, as any frequent listener would know, uh, in my opinion, that <laughs> I don't think it – Lindor trade would have been the greatest option. Um, so, I mean, I I'm pumped. It's the biggest uh, contract in franchise history. Um, I didn't realize like he smashed that out of the water like by like sixty five million or something like that. 
And I didn't realize before that the franchise's yeah. highest contract was Russell Martin. <laughs> like, yeah, Russell Martin had the most, had the biggest what? contract with the Blue Jays before <laughs> that. So, um, but yeah, that's crazy. I didn't realize that was uh, a thing. Uh, but yeah, like Trevor, like, do you really have anything else to talk about? George Spring? I mean, it's obviously pretty exciting, but. That is very exciting. That's, I mean, I mean, not many people are going to like that in Toronto. If, if, if you're a very diehard, like, Toronto fan, oh, I, I mean, I some people aren't going to like that because he's from the Astros, but he's just, like, he's literally, like, I think he's almost, well, he's as good yeah. as Jose Altuve. Uh, well, I would say he's the best player on Houston. Him, but still. Like, Altuve's been down last, last year. Yeah, yeah. I think Altuve will bounce back, but. Yeah, I mean Springer, like he won World yeah. Series MVP, twenty seventeen. Um, obviously, <laughs> not the uh, the most uh, most fair World Series win, but like I honestly don't care about that now. I don't care about the garbage can thing. Uh, I still dislike all the other Astros, yeah. but <laughs> if they're on our if they're if they're on a if they're on a team, it doesn't matter. Uh, he's uh, a Blue Jay now, I don't, so I don't dislike just... them as people. I don't want. I don't want to say that. I just don't dislike the team, in general. I mean, if any of them want to come on the podcast, we dislike yes, the, their their choice, and we will made. not we we will not chirp you at all. No joke, we will not <laughs> chirp you at all. And I I am sure that even us bringing this topic up will not. We'll make none of them come on the podcast. <laughs> Bro, We're TSN, TSN by, like, had George TSN Springer or something. on. And then, like, yeah, I was well, listening to uh, Overdrive with like Brian uh, Hayes, Jeff O'Neill, and uh, Jamie McLennan. Yeah. And uh, they had George Springer oh, on yeah, like two yeah, hours yeah. ago. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he was... Uh, he seems pretty happy wow. to be with the Jays, and he thinks that they're going to be do uh, very well. So, um, yeah. So, and then the we're uh, going to win the World Series. Toronto Blue Jays do not sign Michael Brantley. <laughs> uh, this was a whole fiasco uh, that happened after the Springer news. Um, the, yeah. Oh, they were uh, they, they were nice to yeah, Springer exactly. enough. So then I guess the Blue Jays signed Michael that Brantley, out there. and then they didn't. And then he signed with the Astros. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, Michael Brant. Yeah, Michael Brantley. Um, so. It was reported that he had signed with the Toronto Blue Jays for three years. Um, but then uh, it was later reported that yeah. that report was wrong and that there was no deal in place yet. That it was close, but there was no deal in place. And then they announced not even like an hour or two later that he re-signed with the Houston Astros um, for $32 million over two years. So, um, I mean, uh, mm-hmm. in the end, um, one of the other signings we make that we'll talk about later, I like better than that one. So, um, it's all good, but it was very confusing <laughs> when uh, Brantley was on our team and then he was not. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and then that wouldn't just push another outfielder out of the lineup, so I guess it makes sense. Yeah, they got to be careful yeah. with that. Like, 
your team's pretty good already. But but then like you're getting yes these better players, yeah. but then you're getting also yeah, like, gonna, these, these Jays that have been there way be longer than them year, I think, for sure. that are like just oh especially for well uh, yeah, yeah Springer, he's, he's outfielder right he's uh yeah or is he um well yeah they're outfield yeah their outfield's uh, gonna be their outfield's gonna like, be deep like uh, good Springer will obviously be in there. Every every each and every day, I would think. But then you're gonna have like a rotation of probably Hernandez, yeah. uh, Guriel Jr. and Grichik in and out like all season. So, um, I mean, I think mm-hmm. that'll be good. Um, we just gotta hope yeah, it's like sure. uh, and then like 2015, so 16 the again. Will be like two of those guys will be in the outfield, and then whichever one. Um, isn't will probably be the DH. Um, I guess unless you have like Telez yeah. DHing, but I mean, I don't know if you like Grichik as much as a DH. I'd probably rather have Hernandez or Grillo Jr. at DH, but I could see you playing like Grichik and Hernandez in the outfield with Springer and then having Gurriel Jr. In, uh, at DH. Yeah. But uh, we'll have to see, obviously, when uh comes around, right? Mm hmm. Um, and then, uh, yeah, the signing that I liked from the Jays, another one, obviously, was the Toronto Blue Jays sign, uh, shortstop Mark Simeon. Uh, I know I was talking about how I don't like the shortstops. I get it. I'm not a hypocrite because hip- I can't hypocrite myself. Um, <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about, but, uh, I think you can play basically anywhere in the infield. Um, a, a shortstop can easily play second base. So. Uh, yeah. That is my theory here. Um, that uh... <laughs> if if I can play back catcher in literally every position on the field, I it is yeah, me. I think like MLB player playing, should be alright too. Level, but anyways, but any anyways, that's regards, true. Yeah, I. I... Um, <laughs> Mark, uh, yeah, Marcus Simeon. He was a. Uh, believe if i'm not mistaken he was a uh finalist for um al mvp in 2019 so uh obviously like he's a phenomenal player we signed him one year 18 million dollars um i mean i think it's a great signing for the blue jays kind of came out of nowhere if i'm being honest I, <laughs> all of a sudden they're like oh we got marcus Simeon. wow great <laughs> um but yeah i mean uh i think it's a good a uh, good contract, I guess. Um, I think it complicates their infield slightly, but uh, I guess we'll see, right? I mean, I guess the infield right now is... Yeah. You got probably... Like, I don't really know like where you put Biggio. I think Biggio kind of screws things up a little bit. Like, obviously, he's a great player, but like he kind of gets... A, yeah, exactly, right? Because you got Vladdy can either play one of the corners, right? Um, and then you got uh, mm-hmm. Bichette will play shortstop. And then I would think that Simeon would end up playing uh, – he would probably end up playing in the uh, oh, second base, right? Probably. So, I mean – yeah. 
Now, he, now they're they're in a position right now. They're in like with the Danny Jansen thing. Alejandro like they Kirk. got that new catcher. Alejandro I'm Kirk. sorry, if, absolute beat issue. But it, I forget your name. Yeah. Um. Th- yeah. Like he's uh. Well, they're playing like every other game. Yeah, like, like they got to soon. I like Danny like, Jansen, catcher. but and, I'm not sh- too sure if he is the guy. I mean, yeah, we're like gonna, he, like especially for hitting, yeah. he's not very consistent. We're gonna have to see where, like, Kirk, it, yeah, where Kirk goes, right? Like, we're, uh, we're also gonna have we to saw see, like, yeah, 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 only half a season of him, a quarter of a season out of him. So we're gonna have to wait and see, like, what what um, mm-hmm. you can get out of him. So, uh, I mean, yeah, I think um, uh, it'll. Uh, yeah, I think the Simeon signing just complicates the infield a little bit just because, like, uh, I think you want to fit Biggio into the infield. But um, I'm not sure where you put everyone at that point. Like, you got to uh... – yeah, yeah, so I think like, that, it's gonna so, be very okay, I'm looking at Biggio's roster. baseball reference here. It says he plays second, right field, and third base. So, in theory, you could put Biggio at third. Bichette at shortstop, Marcus Simeon at second, and then keep, um, and then you keep Vladdy at, uh, first. Or hold on a second here. It says Simeon plays third, so you can put Simeon third, Bichette short, Biggio first, Biggio second, Vladdy first. Which that is a nasty infield, without a doubt. Yeah. That's a sick lineup, though. That yeah, like, that'd be pretty killer. Yeah, with they're getting all these good players in the yeah. lineup. If if they're a little bit nicer no. to some of those that's other a players, sick inf- like, like that's <laughs> a sick infield. Their, in, their infield's gonna be Vladi, pretty good. Biggio and Bichette, who are the three like core young guys on the team. Then you got Simeon at third, who is. Uh, yep. a finalist for the AL MVP. And then your outfield is George Springer, who's a phenomenal player. Um, uh, you got Teoscar Hernandez, mm-hmm. who is an all-star this past season. Randall Gritchick, who's like a poor man's Kevin Pillar. Yep. Um, with better offense. So, um, yeah, his defense is not as good as Pillar, but he has better offense. So, <laughs> And then, and then you got Gurriel Jr. at DH. Yeah, like, man, I like that lineup for sure. I mean, then you got then Our you got Danny Jansen at catcher, yep. which isn't yep, the you're best. Right. World but Series champs, like, I mean, it, he's not the worst catcher in the league though either. So, yeah, um, yeah. And then so uh, after the Simeon signing though, to, earlier today the. Uh, and said that uh, Blue Jays are done their heavy lifting this offseason. So um, I'm not sure if they count signing James Paxson as heavy lifting. Like, there had obviously been rumors that they're seriously interested in James Paxson, um, which I think would be uh, – I think mm-hmm. that would be a great signing for uh, the Jays, bringing in the Canadian kid, James Paxson. Uh, I mean, it'll uh, – mm-hmm. We'll have to see 
uh, like, I don't know if that, if they would consider that heavy lifting or not. Um, but what? Like that, this kid's James big Foster too. Like he, there was a we documentary kid, already like, on he's this like kid. Over 30. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. But anyways, th- this guy. Um, I don't know why I said cute. Anyways, um, I, 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 I've seen this guy on, like on TV on Sportsnet before. Um, he was he was gonna go to well, he was gonna yep. go to Toronto, and then I remembered like he. He turned it down. Yeah, because he was on the and Mariners. And then I, now I guess he's going to um, I'm pretty sure the back. last time he played the Jays. Yeah. As a member of the Mariners. Uh, I'm pretty sure, yeah, he no-hit the Jays in Toronto or something like that. That was like, that, man, I was, I was like, oh my gosh. Like, man, that was of crazy. Course, I think Aaron Sanchez, he also had a no-hitter, like, through seven innings of that game, too. So, I mean... Like, it was a close game, but in the end, like, we, just, we got beat. That was just how it was. Um, but that leaves, like, the Jays' got, rotation. Yeah. Right I think they can definitely use Paxton. Like, their rotation is Injun Ryu, Nate Pearson, Tanner Roark, Robbie Ray, and Trent Thornton. Not in any particular order. And Tyler Chatwood, you can throw in there, too, but... Um, yeah, I definitely think we could use Paxton in that rotation for sure. Um, but yeah, uh, that's the only concern I think I have is I don't know if they have the rotation to get it done. Like, obviously, they can work on that next off season, but like, yeah, still kind of want to see what you can do this year too, right? I mean, like, I think Nate Pearson will. Um, yeah, for sure. Be a. Uh, a good pitcher for them. Like, Nate Pearson will be an ace for them at some point. But you're going to have to... I don't think yeah. it's going to be this year. Yeah, for sure. Probably. He's also a young guy, too. So, g- give him a couple I of mean, years. Even, even and then, Ryu's yeah, he definitely here, needs like, ace. Well, even if he's will be a which hopefully he does. Great, like, one-two punch. But, like, yeah, like I think it would have been nice to sign Dower, but we didn't get it done. Yeah. That's all right. Um, but like even like Ryan Baruki, like who they have in the, they have him listed as in the bullpen right now. But Ryan Baruki is a solid guy too, who could be in the rotation. Um, yeah. So yeah. Um, but anyways, uh, yeah. There isn't really. A... Oh, there's one more thing. So obviously, it won't happen in the off season as the Buddhists said they're done their heavy lifting, unless they're lying to us. Um, but there's been a lot of talk yep. about a Chris Bryant trade. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of talk. Uh, and it sounds like the two teams that are most likely for him to get traded to are the Mets and the Blue Jays. With literally like every player in the in the league is going either the Mets or the Blue Jays. Um, <laughs> but I, I think that would make yeah. our, def- our infield even better. Obviously. Um, but that would like shift things up a lot too. I think though, like you'd have to move a lot of stuff around. But yeah, um, if the Blue Jays brought in Chris Bryant, like I don't know, what you pay for him. I guess mm-hmm. maybe you could. With all those outfielders, you could probably pay like a Hernandez or a, um, Hernandez. Probably, I would think is who you would have to pay up, right? And like something else. Um, 
But I mean, if you're bringing yeah. in Chris Bryant, who's basically um, he had done your last the last couple of years, but when he's like when he's on at the top of his game, he's an MVP caliber player. So, um, I mean, I think that would be a great signing mm-hmm. for the Blue, a great trade for the Blue Jays, but um, obviously have to see right. Um, but then that would like shift the whole time yeah. stuff around because then like you'd have to put like Bichette at second, Simeon at shortstop, and like Grow would stay at first, but then Biggio would be in the outfield, I think, right? Yeah. But whatever. It is what it is. Uh, we can talk about mm-hmm. that if it ever happens. Anyways, Trevor, I know we're getting long, but uh, we got to go to your pro insider report. Um, got anything for us this week? Man, the pro ins like so. Th- th- this is the funny thing about the pro insider; it's just random stuff that's been happening. I honestly no- nothing random or that's dumb like or I guess um kind of <laughs> not nothing random or dumb I've heard about. Um, I I was gonna touch on like that what COVID nineteen house uh, what did I, what um, did hotel I thing. Oh yeah, yeah okay. but you already got that. Yeah, like, yeah. I just like. The, the hotel uh, yeah. room, I was. I thought that was so dumb, but like, yeah, yeah. Nothing so on the I have some news when it comes it's, to the uh... RBHL season. Um, <laughs> I know last episode I was very. Uh, I was like, we're gonna have an RBHL Cup champion in January, and now I'm not so sure. <laughs> but uh, I might figure something out. What day is it? What day is it today? Twenty seventh. Yikes. Okay, so we might. Today is the twenty seventh. Yep. So here's. You might have to just just send so, the games. I don't know. I mean, I think we can do maybe it. live stream the last make game. Make a decision now. Do you want to just like sim a craft ton of games at the end of the month, or should we just push the season back to February and then we can have like a regular season? What What do you think is better? Yeah. I I think. May, mm, wait till February, because then. Because now, if, maybe if we I just wait till. Yeah. If I don't yeah, do the and live then just, games, just get with the draft then, and then just keep going. Uh, well, we don't have to do a draft now though, because we did a draft last time in preparation for the January season. So we're we're all set essentially. There's nothing to do. Um, but I think we just move into. Um, yeah. But then, if I'm doing, if I'm simming all the games, we could have like double the amount of regular season games. Right. Um, and then do live games to the playoffs. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, – I think that's what we're going to do with the RBS, RBHL. And then the thing I want to think we need to end off on is, uh, Trevor, you need to tell me this story, but uh, Matthew going to what? The whole Matthew going to – The one uh, where you're talking about going... how, oh, uh, what story? Opa started liking the Leafs or something. He's so been yeah, Opal, Opal was since, a Leafs fan know, for well, well, probably since he almost like Canada. started yeah. liking hockey, which was I bet you when he first kind of came to Canada. Um. So then, and then, so everyone's kind of like a a Leafs fan. That yeah. So was, essentially, like, there's with, um, his family with Opal. So like my dad, your mom. 
Trevor's um, dad and my mom's side, everyone in that family is Leafs fan. And then, like, everyone on my dad's side of the family, which is obviously not re- in relation to Trevor, but <laughs> no one on that side is, like, a Leafs fan at all. <laughs> it's very it's very weird. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. And so everyone was kind of a Leafs fan. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, there's a, well, in our family, I guess the majority is Leafs, yeah. but aside from Stephanie, yeah, because our my entire family is Leafs. Fans. She's like, um, that's anyways, like her second favorite team, anyway. So. Yeah, but she's wrong. Yeah, anyways, here we go. Yeah. So, so then Matthew, well, he was Matthew? already a. Was he a Leafs fan before? No, he, he, was he wasn't a Leafs fan. He was. He was a Boston yeah. Or fan. has he always been like a Boston fan until he switched? Yeah, so he went from Boston, and then the and so and then this was the funniest story I've ever heard that he's told. Oh, I know this story. Um, but yeah. He switched to Montreal <laughs> because of his favorite teacher, well, where you guys used to live. <laughs> that was yeah. her yeah. favorite team, and yeah, that was Matthew's and then Matthew kinder- changed kindergarten it to teacher Montreal. convinced him to uh, be a Canadian fan. That was um, that was an interesting. Uh, <laughs> something interesting that happened on there yeah we, we had some pretty uh, I don't know I don't know if we uh, like that happening but I like the Canadians more than the Bruins so it's all good um like I honestly like though Boston played teams. Pittsburgh last night and <laughs> I, I didn't really say I didn't, anything I, I was really lose, but I knew that couldn't happen <laughs> man those are literally my two least favorite teams in the year. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I don't know why it still dislike <laughs> Pittsburgh. I don't know. It's just it's just a thing. Uh, boss. Yeah. So here's the, there's also the, the the Calgary thing with Stephanie. Like, so so she says, oh, when they play against each other, it's the only time <laughs> I can kind of watch them. So I'll cheer for both teams. But whenever she finds out that uh, Calgary <laughs> loses, uh, she gets really mad. But then, but then, like, there's a game where Calgary yeah. will win, and she's so gonna she be really, really happy and rub it in all day. Well at least do. I mean, well, I wouldn't be either if they were playing my favorite team. Yeah. I mean, I'm not concerned on a regular basis, but <laughs> I'm like everyone on my yeah. Everyone on my dad's side, though, like, I guess your mom and your dad's side, it's both, it's all Leafs, I think. Like, I'm not sure how much your mom's side watches hockey, but it's all Leafs. My mom's side, I think are all of them, except the ones that live in Ottawa, are really? Leafs fans. They're Even the Canadians ones fans? in Nova Scotia, oh, yeah, they're I Leafs guess. fans. Yeah. Nope. Um. So... The, the, there's one funny story with um, no. Oh, by the stay. way, guys, we're done with sports talk. So if <laughs> that's what it came for, or stay or, or else, <laughs> stay or else. Um, <laughs> so uh, my dad's. I was like little. Yeah. I was actually sick How the entire you? weekend while I was there. So I was just chilling in my room, sleeping. Anyways. Oh okay. Oof! I think I was eight, maybe maybe seven. So Stephanie was. No. Five, anyways, but she wasn't a very big hockey fan. So everyone's wearing their Ottawa Senators jerseys, and there's my dad in the middle of the couch wearing a Toronto jersey. By the way, everyone hates this guy, but it was really funny. So and then it ends. So Leafs yeah. absolute blowout Ottawa, 
and I think by this time half yeah. the half the couch is gone and outside and when the game's over all you can yeah. hear is my dad yelling well yeah. I guess rubbing it into my what? uncle's face wasn't there like uh, but they're always like at each other because then like, what team is better um, there was like the Leafs are playing the Senators or something and then like whoever I don't even remember who it was but like whoever whoever's team won like the loser had to like wear like the other team's jersey or something to to some to some event or something i don't remember like the whole i do story, remember but... that and uh we lost oh, okay, so that's what it is. Right. next time we go to ottawa okay. to like a big event i uh, yeah i yeah. made a bet with uh and lost yeah that's uh <laughs> that's that's rough that's rough but that's right you can get one of those brand new ones that's yeah so sick. next time those are nice jerseys. But, yeah, but um, man, I, and the funny thing is, is that also they their jersey is the same size shirt that I would wear. So instead of it, be, well, good thing it's not as embarrassing. So the <laughs> yeah. is like down to yeah. my knees. Yeah, because <laughs> they're tall yeah. and they're a big side of the family. Anyways, I might have. You weren't you I at must, my house I, for that bit. I must have been because like who, I don't so, know how someone I was at my house. I don't know. I don't remember. I, I don't. I don't remember personally. Yeah, I. I I think it was. It, it, it might have yeah, been you, or it was Owen. But anyways, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Are there any funny no, bets that you've I made? I don't think so. Uh, that you end up. No, not yeah. really. I mean, like I haven't really made any any bets, and if I have, they've worked out. Uh, <laughs> um. I think every you single bet every I've been time. in for like something we, sports related, I've lost. I think we might have bet on yeah. some Leafs. That's how great my luck is. Like once or twice, but like nothing like. You know, Stanley Cup champions, Tampa Bay Not a big deal. Uh, yeah, like I don't, I don't know. I haven't really bet on too much. I think um, I've always had my friends have always wanted to bet like on, like, our hockey games, like, that we play in, like, where, like, the loser has to pay the other person, like, money or something, but I've never agreed to that. I don't, I don't want to, like, bet on my own hockey games. I don't think that's right, like, but that's, like, the gambling thing we were just talking about. It's, like, like the gambling thing that we were talking about. You should be stripped of, like, your, uh, like that's that's if you're yeah, exactly. so that's a stupid thing. Like you want your team to win, and you say, "Oh, I want." I'm gonna make a random name, and and, yeah. and you want the puffins to yeah to win over your team and yeah. bet a hundred bucks it on is, it. Yeah. Like that's kind of stupid. Yeah, no. Like I don't know why. Like especially because you obviously yeah. want to. You will. Every team wants to. Their goal is to win the division. But if you're betting money, yeah, and then no. like that's just kind of weird. I just, I mean, that's your team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah only, you do, like, you I've guys, tried. I guess. But with betting, I've tried to, I've started to try to understand like how all that sports betting stuff works because I never understood it before at all. I was always so confused, but I'm starting to get, I'm starting to uh, understand a bit of it now. So, uh, I'm definitely not going to get into it because I don't, I don't. Uh, yeah. I feel like I would get too sucked into it, uh, but uh, yeah, 
I, I just want to understand it so I know what people are talking about. <laughs> um, oh, what else am I going to say? Yeah. Let's say something else. Uh, oh, we were going to talk about... Uh, no, we were going to talk about anything. Uh, I don't even know. Is anything else talking about? <laughs> Um, other than my sister, like, so the the funny thing was with the Toronto game, yeah. uh, the first Toronto game versus Calgary. Um, so we have this like curling. Oh yeah. Like a uh, yeah. little, like, it's almost like a board game, but it's curling. So I've actually like it. Like, oh yeah. Uh, Trevor, I've been Trevor had like, curling Trevor things had, like, a and brief, done curling like, before. Three month period where he was literally like so into curling. <laughs> <laughs> Like, it was, it's, dude, <laughs> and then yeah. I remember, like, there was this one billboard in Tilsonburg, um, like, mom, free curling mom. lessons, and I'm like, yeah, you went, you ended up going, going a couple right times, didn't you, or just the one time? And. Oh, nice. Yeah, we went, I think we went four or five times, and so, <laughs> so, me and my sister are playing this game, we're like, okay, uh, whoever wins curling is going to yeah. win the Toronto versus Calgary game, so. I ended up winning, and the cool thing is, is that the the colors yeah. of the the rocks—that's what they're called in curling. Nice. The rocks nice. were blue and red too, yeah. so I kind of like went with the yeah. And uh, I think I we I won the Sport. the same amount of rounds nice. that that Toronto got for goals. I meant I think stepping up the same scores Calgary did yeah. you. Yeah. So. I mean. That's kind of like our new betting thing. But like it's not yeah I know we're just talking about I, this whole episode about bets holy crap yeah I mean um you know Stephanie you gotta improve the curling game I think uh, then you start your flames will start winning some games here um yeah <laughs> Steph Josh can I just do that right now Stephanie Josh is doing Fuger curling game so that <laughs> Calgary can win some games we gotta get Stephanie on the podcast dude uh, okay. Stephanie on the podcast. Oh my yeah, god. I, gonna, I just keep telling you, your team better win the cup. Yeah, we're going to get her on the podcast. Always, if the, the Flames do something pretty good, too, this season, we'll get her on the podcast to uh, analyze it. If they make the playoffs, we'll get her on. If we'll they make the, on. how about this? We'll get her on for sure. They make uh, the playoffs? Yeah, so she can uh, preview yeah. their playoff series, you know. Um, it'd, be, it'd, be, it'd be sick if they play the least. We can Trevor and Stephanie go at it for like a solid hour. Uh, that would be awesome. Well, if they keep yeah. going like how they've been doing so far in this no. season, like Calgary's they're like, first and second. Calgary's right? in fifth right now, but that division's really tight. Or is it? But Toronto's first, yeah. Oh, okay. Toronto might so... play Montreal in like the yeah. North final or something like that. Because Montreal, Montreal and Toronto are for, like Toronto's first, Montreal's second. Cool. And I think Winnipeg is third and Edmonton's fourth or something. Yeah. But Edmonton um, and Calgary are like really close. Like, I think Edmonton's played more games. So, yeah. Mm hmm. I. So, Stephanie's also this, like, Stephanie's like full Calgary. And if they're not playing in anywhere like close to Toronto, like, she will always ask dad like if she can stay up that night till 10 and watch good. the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, 
we we full on like missed the like missed the game because we but thought it was, was going to be at seven Calgary, like they though. usually are if they're yeah which like, is early. weird right yeah yeah so that that's what yeah because usually yeah. they're earlier in Calgary so that's why we thought they were going to be at seven yeah, but it rough. was three that's hours right. early right. so we it's literally right. missed right. the game. Well, Tampa's, well, how's Tampa doing? Because I know Tampa's you've been doing watching Tampa. Pretty good, actually. Because, uh, I mean, technically, right now they're on a one-game losing streak, but um, I mean, they're three and one. They're three and one, but they're they got they're supposed to play two games against Dallas. Both those got postponed, and then they're supposed to play two games against Carolina, and both of those have been postponed. So they haven't really played. They're yeah, they've only played four games, so they're not really. Uh, Doing all t- they they're not really doing too much right now, uh, but yeah, you know, yeah, it's 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 going along. All right, we're back for a second time here. Uh, you obviously <laughs> didn't hear the uh, first. Trevor unplugged his internet because he didn't want to hear me talk about my Tampa late. And then second, <laughs> Trevor decides just to hang up on me for no freaking reason. He's just like, oh, just click this red button right here to end it. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Trevor tried to FaceTime me and I clicked the wrong button. And it wasn't sure why it wasn't popping up on my screen. So, uh, you know, we're just, we're obviously all colorblind here, I guess. Uh, we we need to go back to school. Um, yeah. Teach us our colors again. <laughs> exactly. We need to go back to JK. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, Cherry, do you really have anything much to talk about? It's kind of weird. We're just coming back in to close it up. But no, you... it, was, it was so weird. So my friend called me mid-podcast. Well, not mid-podcast. We're about to – we might wrap it up soon. We got to come so, to the end, but yeah. yeah. Like, he called me, and then I, I pressed hang up, and, like, you did. Like, you had the alarm. Yeah. So I just, like – and then it was this huge ringing in my ears. <laughs> it sounded like, like a, a phone alarm. Mm-hmm. But like beeping at like super high pitched, and it was just yeah. freaking blasting my eardrums. <laughs> so my sister's a story up, and she yeah. can hear it. Yeah. Oh, holy crap! <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. So Trevor's lost his hearing. So, um, yeah. It's, yeah. It's all good though. It's all good. Um. Yeah. I mean. Uh, you're yeah, just you chirping know. me, and I just friggin'. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I was just I was going on talking about Tampa Lightning, and I realized that like I don't think Trevor's here anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah. Um, anyways, uh, Trevor, anything else really you want to talk about here? No, um, other than I probably you? need to go to the hospital check my ears. Um, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I'll. Uh... No, I got nothing, but um, this was a pretty good episode. Oh, I guess they didn't talk about how Conor McGregor got knocked out, but he got knocked out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, wasn't there the, that, that fight? There's that, that fight happened? on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Bro, the best is literally that Bernie Sanders meme where, like, oh, my gosh, that is insane. Have you seen the Bernie Sanders meme? No, like the... um. I'm I'm sure you probably don't know who Bernie Sanders is, but it's the one where he's sitting in the folding chair with, like, the... It's the old guy sitting in the folding chair with like his mask on. Oh and, my like, god, I yeah. I seen those things. Yeah, <laughs> that is so funny. I saw one where it was like, uh, he had like his like 
arms wrapped up around Conor McGregor's like neck while he was like <laughs> laying on the ground. That was hilarious. <laughs> my favorite. Um, so we were watching. So me and my dad were sitting here on our couch, and we're yeah. we're watching like sp- I forget what sports thing was like going through them. Yeah. And so we're watching like. Well, there are all these Canadian ones that the, that Canada's done. Yeah. And there was one with, like, downhill skiing. Yeah. They put skis to the bottom of his chair. Yeah. My, that was, like, the hardest I've ever heard my dad laugh. Bro, I swear that, to would God. Be, that would actually be pretty sick. I think I think we uh, got to get... Uh, we're trademarking that. No one can take uh, that No, idea. honestly, we got to get your dad on that. We got to do that this... Uh, no, not, not this winter, but next winter, probably. Get her going. Get the get the skis hooked up to the chair, dude. My dad got these like um, got this one to like this one sled for uh, fishing on the ice, and it yeah. has two skis on the side. So we and, and then, so we put like a bins in there, dude. We can sit in the bins and he can push us down the hill that's at the side of my house. Oh, that that would be sick. That's sick. <laughs> that's sick. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> gotta that get this. Ski- awesome. Oh my ski- god! Yeah. Um. All right. So, uh, any anything else? You no, that's or... kind of. Yeah. No, that's it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I guess that's it, folks. Um. I mean. Um, thanks for tuning. Thank in. you for thank yeah thanks for listening and um. We'll get back on a regular schedule for you folks. So there may not be as much of a news for the next episode. Um, there'll be, uh, uh, yeah, less news for probably the next episode. Cause it'll be like only like three or four days in between it. So, yeah. um, expect possibly a shorter episode. Um, but, um, with that, uh, thank you for listening and we will see you next week.